Hey Shari, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Could you go ahead and introduce yourself? So yes, my name is Shari Poindexter and I am a writer and mother of five. Love it. And I know you've been writing for a number of years. You're also done uh, short stories, prose, poetry, but can you share how you learned about the Writers Colony originally? So I was invited to join the Writers Colony. Um, I am, um, I worked with Mara 30 years ago when I first um, moved to Los Angeles. And she and I have um, kept in touch. And so she, um, you know, she knows I have five kids and, you know, she has an understanding of my um, lack of peace and quiet. And she uh, invited me to be in that inaugural cohort to test out the waters of having a writer's colony. So I'm very grateful for that experience. Yes. And can you think back to when you, before you joined the writer's colony, can you describe what your writing process was like before and then after having had access to this space? Did would love to hear how, how your process may have changed or how it was impacted. So prior to <laughs> coming to the to the colony, which um, I'm basically here at the colony, I was able to um, write in a quiet space. There, you know, there were other participants here. So, you know, we did have opportunities to discuss things and to um, read each other's work and those kinds of things. Um, so prior to that, I, I was just writing at, at home in my, in my own space. And so, um, you know, there was always the, even when I wasn't being interrupted, there was the anticipation of being interrupted. And so that also affected how I wrote. And so, you know, like, it just was a laborious, a much more laborious process in terms of getting something finished or polished or rewritten. So, um, so that was my process prior. So then, as I said, coming here, peace and quiet, it was lovely. But of course, you know, after I left the colony, I went. I had to go back. I went back to what I what I had before. But 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 I did leave with a little bit more focus um, and a little bit more excitement because I felt like um, even being at home um, prior to coming to the colony, I was very very isolated. And so, um, coming to the colony, I just, I felt um, just a sense of camaraderie with the people that I was here with. I've kept in touch with them. Um, I have lunch with them. Like, we're, we're, we're writing co writer colleagues, but we're also friends. And so, um, and, and just, I think I just got a renewed sense of myself as a writer coming to the colony. So I, I really do value the experience that I had here. That's so huge, a renewed sense of your identity as a writer. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes acknowledging that and owning that, that I am a writer, can be the hardest hurdle sometimes for creatives. Yeah. You hear so much about imposter syndrome, and like yeah. all these things. All of those things come up. Yeah. So 
And community is such a big part of the writer's colony. Yes, right? it is. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know, I would love to know how the writer's colony, like, coming in, what you maybe thought about, what attracted you to it, to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then your actual experience having been there. Um, they were not different. I mean, that's such, that was such a no-brainer. Ayana, you know, somebody saying to, you know, we're having this, we're creating this sacred space for writers. Would you like to come and be a part of it? Like, yes, absolutely. So, I mean, and the thing is, at the time, I was um, taking care of my mom. My mom has cancer, and I moved her from Georgia. Um, and so, and she and my stepfather, too, um, he had dementia, and I was doing a lot of um, physical caretaking. And right. so, um, it's a lot. Yeah. So, you know, there were lots of pieces that I had to put in place in order to be able to come here every day and write. So, um, so yeah, it was a it was a challenge to to get those those pieces in order. Like, who's gonna pick up my kids? Who's gonna take them to school? Who's gonna pick them up? Um, who's gonna you know do the caregiving for my parents Um, but in terms of like the offer it was a no-brainer like Mm -hmm. yes whatever it is I need to rearrange I'm going to rearrange it and and because I know Mara and I know her sensibilities and her aesthetics I knew that it was going to be a beautiful space yes yes and so it was and you've been to other residencies I've been to I've been to you, yeah, yeah. And, and but this couples. is so this is so different. This is so this is very very different because the other residencies they don't focus. They give you a space to write, but it's like I've been to. I was in an MFA program at Bennington, and so you have your dorm room, and so you know whatever dorm room conjures up for you, that's what it was. Like it was a dorm room. Ooh, no, I'm not. And kidding. so this space is. Totally aesthetically mm. magnificent. Because I can imagine a dorm room. Mine was so small. It, I shared it with someone, but I could reach my hand out from my bed and I could pretty much touch my roommate's bed. It was narrow and yeah. tiny. So, like, well, these were tiny, constricting. Also. And then versus our offices or our space, which is mm-hmm. open and way more open to that creativity, right? It, it, yeah. All of that. I mean, it's really interesting, but it puts you in a, you know, the thing is, when you're alone, you can write anywhere. You can, you don't have a choice. Right. You have to get your, you have to get your story out. But it, it's nice mm. to be in a space that is warm. There's a fountain out there. So the olive tree uh, has its own story out there in the courtyard. Yes. And yes. So, you know, all those things, um, all those things fed me. Mm, fed you, yes. So. And then you ended up writing a poem. Here, I did, exactly. You, had, you were just able to just sit and write. And I am I'm nobody's sure poet. So, for me to, I mean, I, I studied poetry when I was in high school. And I just, the form is um, so there I and I and I talk a lot and I write a lot so it, it was a challenge but 
the energy in and around the space and I don't even remember at this point why how this poem just it this poem just came up out of me and it's a decent poem I mean it's not like you know <laughs> award-winning but it was a really decent heartfelt poem and I think I was able to get to that poem because I was in this space that was so open and warm and inviting. And I think I just must have like given myself the permission to 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 go to that space. Poetry is a scary thing for me. Mm-hmm. I love poetry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't understand how poets write poems. Just like I, I love songwriting. I just don't understand how people do it. It's not enough space it's not enough you know it's not enough word can you talk about you wrote the poem and then that led to so yes so i wrote this poem then i I was on facebook um talking to a friend of mine her name is nana madankwa and she um we were talking about self-care so this poem that i wrote is a self-care poem and so um i was talking to her and we were talking about self-care, so I sent her the poem. And so I sent her the poem, and she read the poem. She was like, wow, Shari, that was a really nice poem. And it you know, it was just very appropriate for the conversation that we were having. So now I know, I know her because she um, published a book, I don't know, 30 years ago, called Willow Weep For Me, about mm-hmm. black women's um, journey mm-hmm. through depression. Wow. And um, at the time, um, I think she was using her birth name, Mary Donqua. And so um, she and I have been Facebook friends. I've been following her, her trajectory through publishing, her daughter. I mean, we're, we're friends. So, um, so I knew that she had become uh, an acquisition editor at a small press. And when she became an acquisition editor, she had put a post out saying, if anybody, you know, has anything that they would like me to consider to send it to me. And so I went to the press and looked at the roster and I didn't think that I, my, um, just my sensibilities meshed with that press. I didn't see any, I didn't see any black um, stories, and I and I write. Um, I'm all about like the vernacular, and I write about African diaspora, and, you know, connectedness of people of the diaspora. I like um, oral traditions and and those kinds of things. So I didn't feel like my voice fit with what I assumed um, the other you know, white writers were writing about. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say, I sent her this poem and uh, maybe an hour later she wrote me and she's like, hey, do you write fiction? And I said, yes, I do. And she was like, well, why don't you send me some? Okay, and then our last question I wanted to ask, if you could have been in any writer's room for a TV show, what would it have been? What would you choose and why? Love is, ah, for sure. I think of all, I mean, there are many shows that I love, but of all the shows that's, that really, really like um, are in alignment with the things that I want to talk about and write about, 
It's relationships, it's the complications of relationships, it's love, it's black love. Yes. You know, I feel like black love is the bomb, B-A-L-M. And I feel like it's what we need. And so that show, I felt like if, you know, any other show. I, I wrote Mara a letter actually when I saw the first episode of, of, um, of Love Is, I just never sent it to her. Yes. So yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Good choice. Unbiased feedback, yep. right? Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're so welcome.